You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Hey, everybody, good morning. Morning Breath is here. We are a drive time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. And we are a podcast, we're on, a ra- on the radio as well. And we're just, we're just glad to be able to get into the Word of God because that's what Morning Breath is all about. We read a chapter of the Bible. I do a morning devotion if, I, if the mornings are your thing or if it's afternoon. I, it doesn't matter when you do it. In the evenings before you go to bed, all good. Read a chapter and just ask the Lord to speak to your hearts. Then tune into the program here on uh, 91.5 or as my dear friend who is with me doing it today will tell you other areas you can go and get it as well. You can get on there and then listen and it, it just reinforces what you saw and learned and maybe you'll see uh, something you didn't see. Uh, you'll hear something you didn't you know, see as you read the chapter. And so that'll all be good. Anyway, welcome to Morning Breath. It is Tuesday, the 25th, and we are actually on the 16th day of our 21 days of seeking the Lord and the 16th day of our devotion. Is that correct, Pastor Christian? Yeah, it's great. 16 days in. This has been an amazing time of seeking God because I love this. Yeah, and we I don't do call too. it fasting. I love that there's been a bit of a change there is we're not just fasting, we're seeking God. Because sometimes it can be so much just about the food, what I'm not eating, what I am eating, so many vegetables, ready for maybe some meat, something different. But it's like, no, we're seeking God during this time and really putting him first. So it's great, 16 days in. And if you wanna stay connected, the easiest way to do that is on our East Coast app. You can go download it on Apple or Google, just search the words East Coast app and you'll see it out there. Or go to our website, eccc.us. You can go in there for info, events, past sermons, all the Morning Breath episodes, really anything we ever talk about, you're going to find it on there. You can also follow us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Just search for East Coast Christian Center. That's always growing, and we love being able to make an impact. In fact, we just heard that most of our new church members that have been coming to church are coming through the online and doing it really a lot of times just through social media, that they see it on Facebook, they see it different ways, and then they're moving to the area, and then they're starting to join the church, which is amazing. Yeah, and and we'll just, I want to clarify that just a little bit. It was most in our last group yes. that joined. It yeah. hasn't been that way forever, forever. or even throughout the COVID virus. Yeah. But the trend... But this, this last month, this last month, it was incredible. It's amazing. People uh, who found us online, they started watching. They're like, "That's my church." Yep. And then they moved to the area and started coming, which yeah. is really cool. Which is interesting because yesterday, which I did with Shanna, yeah, is actually was actually written by a family, yeah, who moved to the area. Yeah, that's cool. Then came, uh, or actually came to the area for work. Yeah. Found East Coast, and said, "God is calling us to that church." Quit their job of 20 years. Yeah. Moved here, trusting God, and God did it all in a huge way. That is incredible. Now, there was a theme. Most of them were from the cold north, and I think they were looking for an excuse to get out of the north anyways, and we were that excuse. Yeah. Cold cold north, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) But there's also been a ton of people exiting California as well. Yeah. Like, uh, their their total population Uh dropped which is not normal, even with a lot of people leaving, yeah. drop 0.8, uh, less a, than 1%, but drop. That's a lot. 
but dropped. Yeah, when has it done that in the last hundred years? It hasn't. It hasn't. hasn't. It's only moved forward. Yeah, it dropped. Come on, Florida. Yeah, yeah, come on, Florida. Love it, Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also, if you want to be able to stay in touch, you can always call the church offices at 321-452-1060, and we'd be honored to email or mail out a morning breath devotion guide or anything you ever want to know about East Coast. Yep, that's it. Now, we're in... First uh, Corinthians chapter twelve. Yeah, and so we're gonna get right into it. There are thirty-one verses. Um, I'm gonna read through sixteen. I think That's this great. time seventeen and, uh, forward for me. Yeah, seventeen forward for you. And I'm gonna read New King James. Yeah, I'm gonna do the NLT. I was very tempted to do the Amplified, but I'll save that for next week. I think. Okay, great. Yeah. So get me started. Let's go. All right. I must say unto you, read sir. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, and another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one Spirit. For, in fact, the body is not one member, but many. If the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, Because I am not an eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? Verse 17, If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it had only one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The hand can't say to the foot, I don't need you. In fact, some parts that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. And the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that we shouldn't that should not be seen, while the more honorable parts do not require this special care. So God has put the body together such an such that extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members, so that all the members care for each other. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. If one part is honored, all the parts are glad. All of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is a part of it. Here are some of the parts God has appointed for the church. First, the apostle. Second, the prophet. Third, are teachers. Then those who do miracles. Those who have the gift of healing. Those who can help others. Those who have the gift of leadership. Those who speak in unknown languages. 
Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do we all have the power to do miracles? Do we all have the gift of healing? Do we all have the ability to speak in unknown, unknown languages? Do we all have the ability to interpret unknown languages? Of course not. So you should earnestly desire the most helpful gifts. But now let me show you a way of life that is best of all. Amen. Amen. And uh, I'll just say this, that the, of course the next chapter talks about love mm -hmm. and what the uh, writer, I believe Paul is writing here in Hebrews, so many people have said, well, love is better than the gifts. And I don't believe that's what Paul is saying here at all. I believe what he's saying here is everything we do, especially the gifts, work best when motivated by love. Yeah, through love. Yeah, through yeah. love. And so um, if you're one of those that have thrown you know, the gifts out because love's so important, uh, please look at that just a little. Look at it again is all yeah. I'd say. Ask the Lord again is all I'd say because I believe what he's saying here is I want to show you a more, and mine says, and yet I show you a more excellent way. Mm -hmm. Excellent way of what? an excellent way to operate in the gifts. Yeah. And that's through love. Yeah. And because he actually, that's what he does in chapter 13, is he says, wow, you you, you prophesy like a boss, yeah. but you don't have love. Yep. You're, you're just, you're Your just making noise. Yeah. yeah, you're making noise. And yep. it goes on and on from there. So I would just encourage you that way. Great chapter of the Bible. Some of the most misunderstood parts, absolutely. Uh, but also, really cool part part of the of, of the Word of God. Really necessary to understand this this area that we're talking about here. This giftedness that God has put in each and every one. Uh, it, it it isn't just for the pastor. It says to each of us, not yeah. to each pastor, to each teacher, to each you to know all believers. Yeah, it's. It's a believer thing, not a ministry yeah. office thing. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. Anyway. That's cool. I heard a Bible teacher say years ago, too, that love is the rod that all of these gifts hang on. And without it, they literally just fall off. Is that you have to have that as the foundation that everything operates through. And it helps you to be able to make sure that you're not just doing this out of your own selfish ambition, doing it out of ways like we were discussing another chapter in Corinthians. It's a little bit hard. And it's like, what is your motive here? Is it because you care about the person? Is it because you care about their salvation or you care about their relationship with God or just because you want to exert power mm -hmm. and you're trying to control mm -hmm. people? And yeah. so that's where that love has to be the real common denominator. And I love for verse 28 too, when you list off the things, it could be feel easy for someone to feel inadequate. It says, first the apostles, prophets, teachers, miracles, healing, those with leadership, and those who speak in unknown languages. And people could feel like if they don't operate in all of those, that maybe they're a failure, or maybe if there's something that's not as strong. But he's making it so clear here that not everybody has all of those gifts, especially at all times, says that God gives us certain strengths, and it's okay. Don't get Christian FOMO, the fear of missing out, where you're like, well, I guess I'm a failure because I haven't had 17 miracles occur this month under my ministry. It's like, no, maybe God's given you a gifting of leadership and you're even leading your home or you're leading in that workplace. Or everybody leads. Everybody leads in yeah. somewhere. Or 
maybe you're you've got different particular giftings that maybe gifting of teaching but not other areas and that's okay and you can grow and ask God to help you but don't get caught up to feel like if you're not operating all of these you're less than because that's a lie of the enemy that will rob you from stepping into what you're supposed to do right now yeah that's good and I'll also say this if if you do operate in all of these then I think you should sit down and get counseling somewhere because yeah. it's actually saying here that not everybody's an eye, not everybody's an ear. There's all these different parts. Why God has done it that way yeah. is so that we need each other. Yeah. The hu- human nature is, is broken apart from God, and if I don't need you, if you, you know, if you don't, you, you, if I don't need, let's say, healing because i just go pray for myself and everything's taken care of all the time got it covered well i need a word well i got one there it is i gave myself a word fully self-sufficient i'm I'm fully (laughs) self-sufficient just think about that from a you it's ridiculous to read this chapter in context and to think anybody should ever operate in all nine of these spiritual gifts that are mentioned here are nine or twelve I just had a, I think had a had a had a had one of those moments where you thought, "Oh, I sure hope it's this." Mm-hmm. But anyway, if you operate in all these, you wouldn't need anybody else in your life, and it would cause more division and less dependence upon one another. Nine, yeah. nine's yeah. a good number. Anyway, it's yeah. kind of like three, three, and three. Yeah, three in the sort of spoken yeah. area. Three in the kind of miraculous yeah. area and three in the um, uh, encouragement yeah. and, yeah. and uh, you know, discerning. Yeah, yeah, if you look over at the – it's tough because they throw in, and this also – the reason they threw it in, I want to give, give some insight here to verse 28. And God has appointed these – mine says, in the church. Mm-hmm. How does your set? For verse 28. Yes, sir. It says – I'm here. Yeah, I see you right there. Here's some of the parts God has appointed for the church. For the church is the word there, which I love it. It's another, uh, is that a preposition? Mm. For? Mm. It's, you need Chris Johnson you, you on here to help with that. Uh, do you know Nick if it's preposition? No. Okay, good. Wrong group. Got the wrong group of non-English majors here. I got some history which, for you. Hey, I'm in there too. I'm, <laughs> I'm asking the question. But, but the point is, in the church. So these are ministry gifts that should operate in the church or for the church. Now, let's just stop there for a minute and think about that. Does that mean all gifts of the Spirit are only for the church? Absolutely not. We know that in Luke 9, Jesus sent out the disciples, gave them the power to heal, And uh, they went all over healing yeah. diseases. And going and, and, all the world. Yeah, yeah. and going all the world and preach the gospel. Yeah. And these signs shall follow those who believe. Yeah. And uh, they shall speak in tongues. So there's got to be something going on here. One of the things I want to clarify real quick, these are ministry gifts for the church. Easy to see when you use the word apostle. Yeah. Really easy to see when you use the word prophet or teacher. Yeah. But harder to see when you when you use the term, do we all speak with tongues? Yeah. Because many people say, well, it says right here, I don't. They somebody out there might say, well, I'll speak in tongues, and that's okay because the Bible here says, do all do yeah. all speak with tongues? Yeah. 
do all speak with tongues in the church as a message like prophecy yeah. that is interpreted in the church? You stand up and do it, That's and then right. someone interprets it as a part of the service. Exactly. Which the answer to that is, is no. Yeah. Not everybody does that. Yeah. But is it possible for everyone who is born again yeah. and filled with the Spirit yeah. to pray in tongues? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. One of the problems we have when we read Corinthians and and the writings of Paul is it was obvious to Paul these facts. But but he goes back and forth with this thing about speaking in tongues, Mm -hmm. and he doesn't doesn't show the difference between a regular person praying in tongues. That's why he says, I pray in tongues more than y'all. You know, uh, does that mean that Paul— personally prayed in tongues more than everybody else in the world? Absolutely not. It means that he prays in tongues a lot and probably more than any other individual in Corinth. But that isn't Paul stands up in the service and speaks out in tongues more than ye all. So there's a difference between a simple prayer language that a person receives when they're baptized. Personal experience, yeah. Yeah. Out of personal edification. Exactly. So, and that's what it's talking about. When you pray in the Spirit, you edify yourself. Well, wait a minute. That isn't what the gifts of the Spirit are in the church. They're not to edify you. They're to edify... For the body. They're for the body. And so when he's telling you to desire the gifts, he goes right in after that to say... Man, do this for the church because the church needs it. So it's tough when we cross lines that we don't understand or we throw out, for example, speaking in tongues because I've been baptized in the Spirit because there's a line here that says, do all speak with tongues. Well, the truth is not all stand up in church and give a tongue in an unknown language and have it interpreted. But the the possibility is there for everyone who's baptized in the Spirit to be able to speak in tongues in their personal prayer language. And that's the benefit of using a Strong's Concordance or their Blue Little Bible (laughs) and really studying out tongues in full and not just taking a single verse and lifting it and then running with it and building a doctrine off of one line. But understand Paul's whole take, exactly like you said, is he says, I pray more than any of you. Here's other instances where he talks about it, but people will just take it and lift it. I love verse 7. It says, A spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other. Mm. And I think all these gifts are here for that, especially when you think about the term prophecy. Like I I remember a Kenneth Hagin book when talked about this idea of when you prophesy and when you're giving a word to someone, it should be for the purpose of edification and building up. And when you have someone giving you a prophecy or giving you a word of knowledge that is dooms, and doom and death and you know despair, you need to really question and say, is this from the Lord? Because the Bible specifically talks about how prophecy is supposed to be for that purpose. It's yeah, not the, the, the rule rule is goes beyond its edification, exhortation, or comfort. Yeah. That's what they're for. And exhortation can be a push. Yeah. But that's a push towards you in the direction of God. Yeah. That's not, you know, well, there's going to be, you know, a super earthquake and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Now, there may be uh, the ability of a prophet to prophesy mm-hmm. something that is coming, yeah. but I actually don't believe that's prophecy. That's different. I actually believe it's a word of wisdom. Yeah. Uh, a word of wisdom is knowing something in advance. Yeah. 
Uh, and so I could go into this because I've, you know, I've spent a lot of my life looking at this stuff. And uh, I think prophecy, he goes really into that in depth. But he says right in verse 3 of chapter 14, but he who prophesies speaks edification, mm-hmm. exhortation, and comfort to men. Yeah. Then it says, he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. Wait, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. How's that happen? I thought we were edifying the church before. Again, Paul's going back to the prayer language yeah. instead of the public speaking in another language. And I know we're we're just we're just like hitting the mountaintops of this. Barely. Like that. There's yeah, so much in this chapter. And, and some of you are thinking, you guys are nuts, but we're really, well, we probably are a little nuts. Yeah. But anyway, uh, there's a lot going on uh, that way. I, I really love, I want to go. To where you went, verse eight there. But I want to, yeah. I want to do verse four, five, and six, and yeah. I want you to read it from the New Living. I yeah. want to hear what it, how it works. Absolutely, it. verse four says there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. Okay, New King James, which I love, yeah. and again as a study Bible, I would recommend above yeah. the NLT. Listen to how it puts it. There are diversities of gifts. Mm-hmm. So, well, we can see that easily. There's, you know, these nine list, listed here, and that's cool. But then the next says, next thing it says, there are differences of ministries. So you might have a gift, let's say, well, we'll stick with prophecy, of prophecy. And you might... Also, have another person next to you that has a gift of prophecy, yeah. but you don't operate in them the same way. Yeah. You operate in them in different ways because you're different people yeah. with different anointings, and there's a difference. So yeah. it's just because somebody does it different, the Bible gives room for that, yeah. that it's still the gift of God. And then it says, and there are diversities of activities uh, of the, of the same God, and and that I would say, it the effects from one person to the next person mm-hmm. can be very different. When this person prophesies, they usually have this effect in the people they're prophesying to, but when this person prophesies, it has a different. It affects a different area or a different way. And so it really gives a lot of room for the uniqueness like of each person and each gift yeah. within them. Not programmatic, not no, just trying to do a system no, that's the same thing as no, we have to always no. do it this way. As yep. God's into doing a new thing. Yep. And Jesus operated that way. He spit in the mud and rubbed it in the guy's eyes. Like <laughs> He's all about doing it different and new each way. And so yeah. pick up your mat, follow me, You know, come and do this, do that. Is God, God is into, you know, going outside the box. So maybe that's your prayer today. Maybe that needs to be your time with God. Say, God, what is it that you want to do that's a new thing? What is it that you're going to operate maybe different in 2022 than the way I've been approaching it? Your your study time, your time with God, your, your approach to your relationship with God, maybe an area of healing, like take communion if you've not done that. Do something else that's maybe a new thing that you can allow God to operate in your life in a different way and see what he's going to do. Wow, great. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. 
At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family, We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321-453-453. Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Hey everybody, welcome back. Uh, so, so many places you can go, but I just love verse 18. Uh, could you read that from the New Living again for me, Pastor Christian? Yeah, absolutely. Verse 18, but our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. Oh, just listen to that. Think about that for a minute. 
just where he wants it. Yeah. Mine says, just as he pleased. Mm-hmm. And so just that thought that God would, would pick me and place me and then place in me what I need, yeah. and all of it was not an accident. And even though maybe even the body rejects me at this address, you know, you went to Church of Maryland, those people just thought I was a nut. Or, you know, somebody rejects you in the state of Florida, that doesn't doesn't mean you're rejected. Mm -hmm. What this scripture tells you is that God did this, God set you to be that member, and he's pleased. Yeah. You, you please God. God is pleased with what he's put in you. Now, the last thing I close with is um, the Bible does say desire earnestly the best gifts. Yeah. And if you want to operate in the gifts, they operate best through the hungry heart. That's good. If you're hungry, if you're seeking, if you're looking for God, that is the way most often the gifts work. And I could say so much more, but we're out of time. God bless you guys. Have a great day. God bless. Talk to you next time. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.